back to Activity Quest. This is the podcast that is packed with stuff to do. Now this week, Adam's off to London's Cartoon Museum and we're making our very own cartoon flipbook. My name's Bex and every episode of Activity Quest starts with a fun kids presenter doing something awesome. This week, Adam's paying a visit to London's Cartoon Museum. So I've just gone through two massive double doors and we're in the Cartoon Museum now. I'm Khadija Osman. I work at the Cartoon Museum. I'm going to be helping you on your tour today. So the Cartoon Museum is a museum all about uh, cartoons, comics and caricatures from Britain. Uh, We have a history from the 1700s to today and hopefully, you know, forever. Um, We want to teach people that you can be a cartoonist today, tomorrow, very easily. We want to teach people that your opinions matter and if you want to get them across in a clean, easy way, maybe drawing a little doodle will help you. What's first? Where are we going first? Okay, so the first part of cartooning is remembering that it started hundreds of years ago. People have been doodling forever. So we start all the way back in the 1700s where people still thought butts were funny and they were still drawing them on their pieces of paper. So we've got loads of uh, English cartoons that were about people who didn't like what the government was saying or didn't like why people were being posh and mean and all of those sorts of things. And then we go on into the next hundred years and we got people who wish girls were nicer to them and we've got a lot of people who just kind of think that it's funny to draw fat people, to be honest. There's a lot of those for some reason. (laughs) One of the things that really strikes me are the colours. So they're sort of quite muted colours, some in in black and white, even just pencil drawings. I guess as we go around, we're going to see more of the comics that we know today. Definitely. The uh, older artists, some of them are really quite spectacularly drawn. Some of them are really uh, beautifully laid out, but they would have been done on um, prints that wouldn't have been able to get the sort of colours that we're used to today. So... just seen a very big cardboard cutout of a cartoon character that I know very well, Dennis the Menace. Yes, Dennis the Menace is one of probably Britain's best known cartoons. Uh, The Beano has been going for forever. I mean, not literally, but... (laughs) Um, and people have been reading him and trying not to emulate him for quite a long time now. We have been so grateful to be able to um, fill our claw room which is our like younger person's room with hundreds of beanos for people to read and just uh, trace from or draw from or be inspired by and we like to remember that Dennis the Menace is one of our big inspirations. And I guess as we go around, we're coming to more modern day comics now? Yes, yes, we're getting closer and closer to modern day. Um, As we go on, people do get a little more uh, sassy about people you might uh, recognise. We have a few prime ministers on the wall that people were a little mean about, but... There are, it's amazing, isn't it? You can definitely tell who some of the people are, even though they're, these, are, these are caricatures, aren't they? This is the thing. Caricature is a extremely well-used um, technique in cartooning. 
there are certain prime ministers that I probably couldn't pick out uh, from an actual picture of them, but I could pick out in a comic strip. So uh, there's like, for instance, Maggie Thatcher and uh, her extreme bouffant. Uh, there's, I mean, just look at Boris and his extreme yellow hair. Actually, maybe just having terrible hair is a prime minister thing. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just going to walk through a big red and yellow archway here into one of the exhibitions that are at the Cartoon Museum right now. Uh, and it's all about Gerry Anderson. Tell me who Gerry Anderson was. So Gerry Anderson was an amazing uh, show creator. He made things like Thunderbirds. He made uh, Space 1999. He made Stingray, Captain Scarlet. A few of these may be um, hard for the children to remember, but at the time they were a child's dream. And he made them with marionette puppets, which was so cool to see walking across the screen. They had a really weird space sci-fi feel to themselves that just led to his amazing stories so well. So first of all, we have a stingray that's actually from the show. Uh, This was given to us by Jerry Anderson's son, Jamie Anderson. Um, this would have been used to be, you know, diving through the depths, being a really cool uh, submarine ship. But I have to assume they would have been trying to make it look a little bit bigger than this one. Uh, it's a little bit small. <laughs> and then as we go through, immediately we're greeted with really colourful drawings, totally unlike anything that we've seen so far. Uh, frames on the walls, plus some figures in a nice cabinet here. Talk to me a little bit about this space. So this is really evocative of what the shows were like. Once the shows got really big, they decided to make a comic book series that they wanted to be as bombastic and colourful and amazingly freaky space as uh, everything that we'd already seen. So uh, they took some of the best comic book uh, artists in the country and they made uh, Century TV 21. Um, the stuff that we have in front of us are spreads from lots of different uh, comics that you would have been able to get uh, to read in the same magazine and then also a collection of toys that came out at the time because there was nothing as good as watching your favourite TV show bringing out your comic books, playing with your toys and just having a great time. And you've got lots of exciting things coming up. It's never the same here. You were telling me about Ardman? Yes, so this year is the 30th anniversary of The Wrong Trousers. So if you like Wallace and Gromit, you probably remember that movie. I love it. Um, we are working with Ardman Studios to celebrate it by putting on a six-month six month exhibition that opens in September. But before that, we're going to have workshops on stop motion animation for children who want to come down and, you know, have a good time at the uh, museum. And we're also going to be having um, late night viewings of the uh, wrong trousers for um, parents nights and things like that. So we're really, really excited. We've got so much coming up. Not a bad little day out, is it? Thank you very much, Adam. My favourite cartoon, I've got to say, is anything to do with the Beano. I love it very, very much indeed. Uh, You can find out more about the Cartoon Museum by just searching for it. Uh, It's based in Hoban in London, in case you're interested. Now, if you're feeling inspired and you want to make your own cartoon, George has got a super simple way to do that. 
Hey, it's Georgia here, and I've got a really fun activity for you to learn about cartoon characters, and all you have to do is create your own flipbook animation. All you'll need is plain white paper or flipbook, pencils or markers, scissors, and a stapler. Remember, since we're using scissors, you'll need the help of a grown-up. To start, cut a stack of paper into small rectangles approximately 2 by 3 inches. On the first rectangle, draw the first frame of the animation, and this could be a simple stick figure or a more detailed character. Now, I'm not very good at drawing, so I think I'm going to stick to a stick figure. Stick to a stick figure? Get it? <laughs> now it's time to start on the second rectangle, and this is where you have to draw the second frame of the animation, but this time you need to do a slight change from the first frame. So for example, if the character was standing still in the first frame, draw them taking a step forward in the second frame. So now you have to keep drawing different frames on each rectangle with small changes between each frame to create movement. Aim for around 10 to 20 frames because that will make the animation look really good, but it does depend on how complex your animation is. So once you've drawn all of your frames, you need to stack the rectangles in order and staple them together along one edge. This can be a bit tricky, so make sure you get an adult to help with this. Now here comes the really exciting bit. Hold the flipbook by the unstapled edge and flip through the pages quickly to see the animation come to life. Whoa, mine looks so cool, and I bet yours does too. You can also experiment with different types of animation, such as creating a simple character and making them walk or cycle, or a really cool one would be to make a bouncing ball animation. Give it a go. Oh, I'll give that a try. Thank you, Georgia. Remember, there's loads of episodes of Activity Quest that you can go back and listen to anytime. If you want some more suggestions of stuff to do, just scroll back in your podcast app and pick an episode you fancy. I'm Bex, and this has been a podcast from the UK's children's radio station, Fun Kids. It was produced and edited by Adam Stoner. Listen to me on your DAB digital radio, online, on the free Fun Kids mobile app, and on your smart speaker. Just say, play Fun Kids every weekday from 4pm. See you soon.